there and welcome to the 91st edition of the michael versus jason whorecast featuring billy where we love to bicker argue and debate all things whore especially one movie chosen at the end of each episode by the devil's wheel so make sure you stay tuned for that as always i am your host mike and uh, i will introduce the man actually sitting next to me first jason what's going on good morning gentlemen happy first day of the nfl i'm excited you know how he answered that? I thought he was going to go, good morning, Vietnam. I was but, thinking about doing but, something like that, but I didn't have like a good like horror like type of but, like entry for that. So I was just like, ah, whatever. Oh, brother. <laughs> it started that way, Bill. And then know, he went it, into like hooked on phonics reading and I didn't know what was going on. But, it worked uh, for me. But uh, uh, yeah, no, well, I don't, no I don't know. On that, but. <laughs> but that other voice you hear is Bill. What's up, Bill? Good morning, gentlemen, and welcome to the 91st edition of the. Anyway, sorry, sorry, cut. You know, <laughs> I I'm just mess. I'm messing with you. I'm allowed to do that, man. I'm I'm grasping my grasping and embracing my inner asshole this morning. So that sounds good. Dirty. I hope you wash your hands after. Yes, I. I you know, no, like, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Perel. it all over you. Perel. Perel. Yeah. Like you know, like <laughs> your hands like that, like douche monitor or something. Oof. Well, uh, it is what it is. Speaking of douche monitor, um, I guess that's what the glasses might be. I don't know. Uh, for our main feature this week, which was a bill victory, and we watched They Live from 1988, um, with Roddy Piper. Uh, for those that are first time listeners of our podcast, we're gonna spoil the absolute shit out of it, so this is a fair warning to you. But this movie is. Do the quick math, carry the two, 34 years old. So if you haven't seen it by now, you're probably not planning on watching it. But if you are planning on watching it, pause and come back and listen to us. So that is coming up. Um, Also, I was the ultimate loser last week. And well, I guess I should say two weeks ago. And um, Bill, what movie did you give me? I forget now, actually. It's well, been I month. didn't. Um, I it's called, uh, well, I mean, there's a couple different names. It was like Fat Ass Zombie or something like that. But really, it's called American oh, Zombie Land. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. That's right. That's right. I, I think it was from like, that. I don't so remember. It's a, rec- what it's a recent one. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, I will be diving into that uh, as my penance <coughs> well, for being the ultimate loser. Bill, Bill basically is like on a fetish of like toilet dead zombie people and stuff for his uh oh not my if 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 i win if i win this week to get the torture out y'all y'all gonna be is it another another don't tell me there's a toilet dead part two oh no 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 (laughs) no 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 we're actually moving to the west coast this time oh shit that's all i got for you there (laughs) sounds fun um let's hope bill well bill's won back to back so we'll see if uh he goes for the trifecta today plus uh we will also be doing uh, our ratings on the movie, our Einsteins, our Darwins, the Devil's Wheel, the Rename Game. A lot of stuff coming your way. Um, but before we get into any of that, maybe just maybe we watch some other horror-related stuff over the last two weeks now. Um, so, Bill, I will start with you. Uh, anything else? Uh, rock your horror world. Oh yeah, I got a bunch in. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
whittle it down to four of them. Um, two of them, we kind of, you guys kind of went over, a, over them. Uh, so I decided to watch them. I decided to watch uh, 2010's Piranha again. Uh, <laughs> Love that movie. Great I, movie. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's a fun, it's a very fun movie. Um, the catch is, is some of the CGI in that movie gets a little, be a little <laughs> bit undesirable. Um, yeah, but that movie is like so hokey and over the to top it, that yeah. it's but, like, I think it's okay. It, you know, the, if the, the best part about, about that movie is that cast is a who's who of Hollywood. Oh, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's all kinds of people in well, it there. It starts like, with Richard Dreyfus, you know? In the oh, boat, yeah. Richard so, Dreyfus, Ving Rames, uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell, right? Yeah, yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Gonna... Um, it, 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 they're just a who's who in that mm-hmm. movie. And, and I, you know, I give it a six. And most out of importantly, 10. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue, definitely. Um, and then. I got stuck watching this one, and I, I, I believe Mike was the one that says, eh, I probably wouldn't watch this one. Um, but Mandy, we were at a party last week. Mandy heard people talking about the movie Teeth from 2007. I like that movie. <laughs> it's, uh, it's an interesting movie. Yeah, um, it's different. Yeah, definitely different. It's been a long time since I've seen <laughs> uh, it. Just... To me, to me, this was this one was a bad movie. I mean, I think it's more. I I thought it was more headshot material for than anything else. I mean, I think it's somebody a... came up with the concept of teeth down there and uh-huh. then said, "All right, we'll just." And they just built a movie around it with no. Yeah, but the true question is: is it a is is it the prequel to Smile? <laughs> don't let, don't laugh. God, at I, I hope let's funny. hope let's hope not. Let's hope not. Um. <laughs> no, I mean, I think the, I mean, but I will say this: there, there was one scene in there. It was more of a visual. Is like she had her the she had the first her first victim, and they when they find the body at night, and they're bringing him up from the water, and they just kind of had the lights below, and they have the shadows. I thought that that was a pretty pretty cool visual of that. But on the whole, I give this one uh, a two out of ten. Um, now, folks. I did watch one movie and I liked it so much that I, I shot out a text message to both of uh, my cohorts here. And Jay kind of got up, says you're, you're not supposed to do that. Um, but it's called the Valley of the dead. Um, it's a foreign made f- film. Uh, I'm going to probably butcher the hell out of this, but uh, it's a German movie in uh, the title of it is Mal Nazi dose. I believe uh, from 2022. Um, I really enjoyed it. This one started off with a bang, literally um, takes place during world war two. Um, it's a different twist on the zombie ideology um, where it does steal from other movies, you know, kind of like the living dead, you know, and stuff like that. But this one was more about the story and the details, I thought. And the FX were uh, well done. Uh, character development was pretty pretty well done and mapped out for you. And you, you, you care for the characters in this one. I mean, I really liked it. I, I will say one thing. I went to turn this on because I had time. And then I saw that it was another zombie movie. And I immediately turned it off because I'm like, I oh, it's, it's zombie dude. after zombie. After, I just couldn't. Do uh, dude, dude, you should have watched it. I did. I mean, I still. What do you think? It's not yeah. like it, it goes away. So I did actually watch it because you know when you give a, a, a high rating like that, like in my opinion, like okay, 
like you and I kind of have a lot of the same taste. So I'm yeah. like, I got to check this out. Um, it wasn't, I would not give it an eight and a half. I pretty much gave it like a five and a half. Um, I think I loved the black comedy in it. Like the comedy, I think outdid the horror kind of in this movie. Yeah. I, the, I mean, the I concept was cool. I just think that, um, I, I, it just, it just kind of got a little boring to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I dove in and I, like, you know, first off, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet you guys are both surprised that I picked a movie like that in the aspect of it being a foreign film. Mm-hmm. But I was, um, but it was dubbed over too. So yeah. There wasn't, it wasn't subtitled for you. Yeah. Um, now, and Jason stole my thunder. He did, I gave, Ladies and gentlemen, I gave it eight and a half out of ten. I did really like this movie because I, oh, I like how I thought they, you already said that. My bad. No, nah, um, but I did really enjoy this one. This, I mean, this one was this one was a fun movie. So, but Mikey, I think you should watch it. I mean, it's pretty decent. I mean, I've watched a few of your ones that you know are found footage that you know you know me. I'd rather turn them off. Not and, not intentionally. But real quick though, and and real quick to kind of piggyback off of Valley of the Dead, and Mike, I will say this: um, if you enjoyed, if you enjoy those like slapstick style movies and stuff, I would definitely give this one a watch. It, it, believe it or not, it does, it does have like a lot of fun moments in this. It's a mix of everything. I mean, but the thing is, is I mean, this one isn't out and out. It is a zombie movie, but the way they do it is very different i mean it, it's and, very and, different and uh it, that's and that's what that's the 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 hook for me that you, i you like. know what it kind of reminded me of <clears throat> what was that one movie that just came out a few years ago it was like that german movie um it was like the nazis and they like it was like that frankenstein thing that they oh um you know yeah, what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, i know which one you're talking about i do it, not know it reminded me of a zombie version of that Bill, right. I, Bill, just so you know, I'm going to watch it. But as of late, uh, obviously, you just gave me American yeah, Zombie yeah, yeah, Land. Yeah, we yeah. just had Shaun of the Dead. Before that, like, it's been a lot of zombie in a row that I just, I needed a... He needed a zombie. Yeah, a zombie. He, need, he needed to se- separate <laughs> himself on this Even one. when I turn on the radio, the cranberry zomber, zombie is on the radio. <laughs> and I'm like, I just can't escape it at this point in time. So. All right. Well, and then my, my last one for the week. Um, this one was made in 2008. The movie is called Pontypool. Um, I like that movie. Ooh, Pontypool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, this one is an interesting one because I mean it's it's got a shock jock, shock jock, shock jock that's broadcasting through the zombie apocalypse or plague. Um, it's a different take on how the people get infected or triggered um, through the spoken word. Um, and I mean, it, it's, I, I like the I like the radio DJ's voice mm-hmm. yeah. in the movie, where he's like Pontypool. Like yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. but he's he's, he's got a good voice. Yeah. So I mean, this is you know, I mean, this is just a fun one. I, I to me, this is more thriller, you know, than anything else. I mean, the the cool part was when uh, uh, his one assistant uh, or intern started smashing her, you know, her face up against the the recording booth, you know, glass wall. Um, but to me, it was. I mean, it was fun watch. I gave it a six and a half out of ten. So. But uh, I like I like Pontypool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. I have to rewatch that. It's been a while, but that's that was a good flick. Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those ones that was like, okay, I'll, I'll throw this one on. But like I said, that was more uh, uh, more thriller than a horror horror movie to me. So, but all right, well, uh, is what it is. 
Jason, I guess you get to go next because I uh, I loser. have to go last. Loser. Loser. As Mr. Ed would say. Um, so obviously I already talked about Valley of the Dead too. Uh, a couple others that I got in. So we kind of talked about this one last year, Bill and I. Um, rewatched it again this year. But uh, Black Roses, I found that again on, uh, I think it was Peacock. Um, had it on there. Peacock. Peacock. And uh, such a good Peacock. movie. Oh, that's such correct. a good movie. Like, you know, from 1988, which I think was like, kind of almost my theme this week with, uh, as as we also did, They Live from 1988. But uh yeah, that's that's that was a good music one, you know, had obviously some good music and the zombies and actually the demons. It was demons. But uh so rewatch that. I, that's a good six for me. It's still a good flick. Um the big one I'm gonna talk about, like I'm gonna save some things up here for the few next few weeks, but uh I finally watched Nope. <laughs> and uh After Mike's review, I didn't want to see it. I'll be honest with you, give it a shot. I, I, I thought it was good. Um, I gave it like a six and a half. Um, uh, you know, I thought, uh, I thought the movie was well done. Um, I loved the concept. Um, the imagery in this movie is completely far out. Um, you know, the cinematography is absolutely amazing. Like I'm not a big Jordan Peele fan myself. Like, like, uh, get out was probably the only movie that I've liked of his. Well, he's, he's only done two movies. So oh, he's done quite a few. No, this is his third movie. Yeah, but he also did that whole Twilight Zone spinoff, and I didn't like any of those. Um, but he didn't direct those. He was just producer. But still. Um, but on this essence, like I thought it was uh, I thought it was well done. Um, you know, I, I liked um, kind of what they did with it, and I'm not going to like like completely spoil it. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it by now. Bill, you haven't, so I'm not going to spoil it. Um, but I loved how the ending was. Um, it was just, it really, um, I went into it like with low expectations. I'm not going to lie. And I came out of it like, oh shit. I'm like really, really glad I watched this. So it yeah, um, didn't set the bar very high then. Well, no, no, no. I, but I, I did not say I gave it a six. I liked it, but I, this is a hard one to recommend to people. Uh-huh. And that's, that's where I was on it of like, I can't tell you guys to go out and watch this because mm-hmm. it's. It's a weird, difficult movie to to talk through. So. Yeah, it, it, and 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 I agree with Mike on that. Like, you know, this is one of those movies that you're either going to like it or you're going to hate it. There, I don't really think there's an in between in this movie. Um, personally, Bill, I think you'll like this because this is kind of up your alley um, mm-hmm. with the kind of things that you like. I would definitely 100% give it a whirl. I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. Right. But we'll see. I mean, like I said, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a middle on this one. So, but that's, that's where I'm going to leave off for this week. So. All right. So um, I guess it's uh, me and uh, I'll talk through a couple. So I watched a couple brand new movies um, over the last week. So one of them I've been waiting to see for a while and it's called, we're all going to the world's fair. And it is basically uh, it's like a found footage movie. Um, and it is, uh, it's, it's one of those, um, kind of like games that people like do online, like, uh, 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 where they say something into the screen and they're waiting for it to happen. Like, and it's like, we're all going to the world's fair. It's like, uh, this, this weird thing, but it, it premiered on HBO max, uh, this past week. I've been waiting to see it. And 
I've been so excited for this movie, and it was one of the most atrocious things I've seen, and I'm so upset over it because uh, I had it hyped up. I give it, I give it a two. Out of ten, oh, I don't want to talk found, about it. It anymore. is a found footage movie, so I'm yeah. shocked that he just gave a found footage movie no. too. Like I, I think that like hell just froze over, ladies and gentlemen. This this was a bad movie, and once again, I it's it's got it's really critically reviewed at a lot of festivals and stuff like that, like uh, acclaimed, I should say. And uh, no bueno. Um, <laughs> but then I watched. Uh, I went to the theaters a couple nights ago, and there's a brand new one in the theaters. It's called uh, Barbarian. So I wanted to see this one for a while. There's a lot of hype around this. Like the, if you've seen the commercials, it's of like of the audience and everybody's like closing their eyes and squeamish and looking away from the screen. Um, now, while I don't find it like that, um, I, I was pleasantly entertained through this. This is, um, this is another tough one. Um, it's got a couple key names in there. Justin Long is one of the stars and Bill Skarsgård um, is uh, who played Pennywise in the new movies, but he's, uh, he's one of the stars and just a brief synopsis. There's this house in Detroit that, you know, might have some funny things going on and it's told from a couple different angles. It's also got Richard Brake in it. Now that I'm thinking about it too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's told from a couple different angles and time frames, And it's, I'll tell you, there are some really like edge of your seat, like thriller suspense style scenes that keep you there for like long periods of time um and that's really where this movie comes through i would not recommend everybody racing to the theater to go see it i do think it's a good recommend though i give it a six and a half i was uh i i I like this movie um uh but it's not one of those where like you're closing your eyes and you can't believe and squeamish and stuff like that it's it's definitely not that but i thought it was a really good movie um and the only other thing I'll touch on real quick is uh, Shudder likes to do their top countdowns or whatever. They started this past week. Um, so episode one is out. It's uh, top 101 horror moments of all time. And I've uh, only the first episode's out for about 45 minutes. It goes through about the first 20 horror moments. Um, uh, I've been really enjoying this. I don't agree with all their horror moments, but uh, it's always fun because they're basically just choosing key scenes from movies, but then they're kind of talking about the movie a little bit. So anybody that's an avid horror fan, it's like, I mean, why wouldn't you go watch this? All right. Um, yeah, I want to see that. I, I didn't realize that came out already. I haven't been on Shutter for a few days, so I'll, have to, I'll, I'll check that out. So the last thing I'll talk about is the headshot here that Bill gave me. So uh, Fat Ass Zombies or American Zombie Land. Let me just give you a really quick synopsis. Um, not adjacent synopsis where it takes longer than the movie, but, um, the synopsis here is there is a guy that likes to make like bootleg zombie movies in his small town. He fakes that he got into like this big prestigious, like, um, uh, film festival, which he actually didn't, um, during his party to celebrate him getting into this festival, they all find out that he did not get into the festival, but, randomly a zombie outbreak just happens to happen in his town um so what does he decide to do he decides to take the town members and just start filming it um to uh you know have like a realistic zombie movie and fight off the zombies at the same time i mean that's kind of the synopsis of it uh what i will tell you is this movie the acting's pretty good 
it's very funny at times. Um, they have a couple characters in this movie that are like outright great characters and are hilarious. The movie, it's a, it's a B movie as B movies get right. So it's not like, you know, it's not a high budget or anything. I, I'm going to give this a four. Um, it's not a terrible movie, Bill. I would tell you your headshot missed on this one. Hey. Um, hey, hey, sometimes it happens. Yeah. I mean, well, you look at the name of it, right? And you know, that's gotta be a bad movie. Yeah. So, Hey, I, you know what? I threw it out there. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I've, I've been pretty good at picking the good ones and you know, sometimes I miss. It it might be, dare I say, between the movies that I had to watch this week, uh, the most horror movie that I did see. Um, uh, But uh, once again, it's not a great movie. I'm not telling anybody to go out there and watch American Zombieland, um, uh, especially with all the effing commercials that I have to watch uh, through that on (laughs) Tubi. But it's it's not it wasn't a bad movie. It's not a one or a two, which is, I think, what we all aim for uh, when we give when we give a headshot. So, yeah. um, but that's what I got this week. Anything else you guys want to talk about? I have nothing. There you go. Except for 30 seconds on the clock. (laughs) We do have that. All right. So let's get into the uh, main feature and talk a little They Live. And now on with the show. Welcome back. And as previously discussed, this was a back to back like Kojak victories for Bill. And he chose 1988's They Live. I think all of us, right, have seen this movie before. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I got to say, it's been at least 20 years for me. Yeah. This, this, is, it's a, this is the first time, though, that all of us have picked it apart, though. So, uh, 100%. 100%. Um, so, we're going to uh, do that here in just a second. But before we can get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, Bill, 30 seconds are on the clock to give all our listeners a little bit of a synopsis of, uh, of what the movie's all about. So uh, the next word's out of your mouth. Start the clock. Sonata is a drifter. He comes upon uh, or gets, uh, gets some work uh, with uh, his buddy Frank. Uh, Frank takes care of him. Uh, Nada sees this church. They're doing some stuff out of the church. He finds some of these glasses, finds out that everybody's aliens and they're trying to subliminate changes. And he fights to, you know, save himself and the world. And in the end, ends up dying, but he ends up saving the world. So kind of, sort of. It's a piss poor one because it's a hard one to do. I don't even, does he die at the end? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gets shot. shot. He got shot several times. He got shot, but like the. He got machine gun shot. He got he machine gun like, shot. He was still like off. breathing at the end. Like they just like fade away. Oh, no, he, he fade away, died. flipping, flipping off, flipping them off in the helicopter, and everybody, you know, it, it ends like the typical uh, uh, John Carpenter film. So this yep, is it's which, very true, which is quite awesome. Yes. Um, so, Bill, what does it do good? Uh, there, there's, there's some good in this one. Yes. Uh, th- like I said, it's. The one I like it because it is a John Carpenter film. Um, I love how he, you know, he dives into like the the futuristic dystopia, you know, you know, 
feel of, you know, of things and, you know, um, the look of, you know, the alien race and the subliminally uh, controlled, controlling the population and stuff like that. I like it. It's kind of cool. Um, but for me, the best part of this movie is fucking uh, Roddy Piper in playing the character of Nada. Uh, he was well cast for this one. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I really like him playing this character. Yeah, and and to kind of piggyback off off of what you just said, uh, Roddy Piper um, is the first wrestler to ever star in a major motion picture. He was the one that actually started the fad of wrestlers uh, starring in in movies. And as a matter of fact, he had to quit the WWF uh, to do this movie. So, um, which I think he eventually went back. But uh, yeah, he he did. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Th- this is the first one where one a major wrestler mm-hmm. was the. Uh, headline role in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, now, back in, I want to say it was 86, um, Hulk Hogan was Thunderlips in Rocky Three. So Yes. Yes. I, I will say, and I, I don't want to put it in the bad <clears throat> or anything, but Roddy Piper's acting... Is all right in this movie. I, I think oh, he's not, oh, I never, cast. I never, I, I never, I never said he was a great actor. Yeah, I'm just I, saying, I, I'm just saying, he fit this role perfectly, though. I, th- I think, I think he was cast very well in well, this. Well, John movie. Carpenter yeah. did write this role specifically for Roddy Piper. I, I will tell you, just oh, speaking yeah. of Roddy Piper and this movie, I think the number one thing it does, the one liners in this oh, movie, God, yes, are, I got that listed already. Are amazing. Me too. Uh, um, obviously, it's probably got the greatest one liner of all time. The I've come and here what to is that bu- one liner? I've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. I mean, that's such. A I great like the other line. line too. Life's a bitch, and she's and back. She in is heat. in heat. I wrote that down. Like that was. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there were so many. It got to a point where I'm like, why am I not writing down all these? Oh yeah, I wrote. I I wrote them down. Now I I also like the one right after the bubblegum one. Uh, he sees the one guy talking on his watch, and he's like, "Mama don't like tattletales." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, almost every scene had some kind of one. And to be honest with you. Roddy Piper, I would say 50% of his lines are those one-liners. I mean, yeah. um, but it's done very well. So. And, and to kind of go off of that, um, he actually, uh, Roddy Piper actually ad-libbed all those lines. Um, so when he sat down with John Carpenter, uh, these were actually lines that he had created for his wrestling persona. So yeah. he has like a whole notebook of different lines to use for his like character in WWF. Yeah. And or WWE WWF at that time, and so John Carpenter actually saw the bubblegum one and was like, "We are using that. That is the main yeah. one." And then they kind of used some more that he had in there, which was really cool. So I thought that was kind of cool how um, a lot of that was like ad libbed from yeah. basically his his notebook, and that made a lot of the movie. You know, <clears throat> oh yeah, which goes back to one of my favorite parts of this entire movie is something that we talked about last week when we were kind of like, you know, giving the bubble was the fight scene. The that, five minute and twenty four second fight scene that, is probably one of the greatest fight scenes in any movie that I've ever seen. That's my, that's my Einstein moment because I mean it. It is a great fight scene, mm-hmm. and I, I, I always will say you know we'll talk about fight scenes in movies. You know, be it me and you guys, me and some you know other groups of friends that are talking movies that are movie fans. To me, that is that is one of the greatest fight scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I mean. It's one of those ones. It's super realistic. 
it's not like okay, you know, everybody's you know backing up and at him at at the end because the next following scene it shows them all black and blue in the face, face all swollen up. It's realistic. It, and then the scene after that, they were back to normal. But they're still bruised up a little bit. No, just no, not no, 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 no. Two scenes later, two scenes later, they are like, face, yeah. You know, but it's, it's right. a fight scene like that, yeah. you're looking like shit for two weeks. Yeah. But but but, but the, still, the, the piggy. Just, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but the piggyback off of that fight scene. So, um, when they were uh, doing that, um, originally the fight scene was only supposed to be like twenty to thirty seconds, is what Carpenter had wrote into the movie. So basically, um, David Keith and Roddy Piper, um, it's Keith David. Or Keith David, whatever the fuck his name is. David Keith Keith's David. a completely different actor. Yeah, my bad. Uh, but Keith David and Roddy Piper, when they were ad-libbing this, um, they actually, if you watch the scene, and this is like confirmed, they, every, except for the punches to the face, every other action was legit. They were actually hitting each other in the chest. They were actually hitting each other, smacking each other over with the board, whatever it was. Yeah. That was all real. And they were just ad-libbing and just having fun with this. And Carpenter had someone record it. And he loved it so much. He's like, fuck it. We're putting the whole thing in there. Yeah. I I, I, I do like it. The one one point, you know, you think the fight's over for the first time. And uh, <laughs> get back Fran- up and there they Fra- go again. Fra- Frank leans over to help him up. And uh, Nada takes a pot. And he's like, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> Smack. I, I will. I will say. I mean, I wrote. Uh, it is in my good. WrestleMania Nine breaks out in the middle of the movie. But yeah. <laughs> um, I I felt like the scene was a bit too long. It would have been um, four at that time. But I, you got Roddy Piper, right? Like, what else are you gonna do in the middle of the movie? And yeah. uh, and and he did body slam. Uh, I mean, well, they, they yeah. did a bunch of actual <laughs> wrestling moves. But it, I mean, it did. It looked good. So like that is why it's in the good. But like I felt like. I felt like I went to commercial break and there was a wrestling match, you know, WrestleMania uh, <laughs> wrestling match, like right in the middle of the movie. But once again, I like wrestling. So it was, uh, and I like Roddy Piper. Yeah. And, and I'll hit up my Einstein here real quick. So my Einstein kind of goes back to a little bit what Bill was kind of like brought up in um, his synopsis in a little bit at the beginning. But this, the premise of this movie to me um, with the whole media government uh, alien authority, I, I thought it was, kind of cool how the concept was and um we'll get into more of some of this other stuff you know when we get to the bad category oh yeah but um but i loved how like we're in 1988 and we got this concept that's like i mean you gotta remember back in 1988 social media wasn't even a thing yet like yeah. what we have today with like our facebook tw- twatters and and Instagrams and um, TikToks and all that crap that's out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't yeah. have this shit back in 1988. But this movie is so futuristically, like, showing... Almost correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because... And, and I even have this written down. Uh, can this happen? You know? Like, and, and, and bear with me when I say this. I, can I, this happen? I, I, I get to where you're going with this. Yeah, because obviously we do have aliens out there. I believe, believe in aliens. I mean, I've seen hey. weird shit, but... Like, how do you know our government isn't like if we can find these magic sunglasses and put them on and we can see like all these subliminal messages and our all these people looking like, you know, run down skeletons, you know, zombies or zombie aliens walking around town. I mean, you just don't know. 
Um, shit can happen. You just don't know who's who. Fuck, we could be aliens for all we know. I mean, we are aliens to somebody else. Hey, you two are but, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that whole premise of this movie, it's Einstein for me because it is so on point for the most part with, like, the media and the government. And yeah. it just, I thought that was just so brilliantly written for this. Yeah, I mean, one of, one of the things I'll take away from this, and I, I, I noticed a lot, um, I've seen this movie, you know, 20, 30 times. I mean, this is Me this is one of my, I wouldn't say all-time absolute favorites. This this will rank up in my top 50, top 100 movies. You know, I'll definitely I suggest agree. it to everybody. Um, but it, like I said earlier on in the podcast, this is the first time I, I dove in and dissected things. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice little things like there was there was a point where the the first hack job on the the TV was being shown and the guy's reading reading his his speech. But if you notice the Roddy or Nada is looking over at the the street preacher and sees him mouthing the exact same words as the mm-hmm. guy on TV, you know, it like and that's where that's kind of where you you, you know. The, you're, it's, a, the, it's a whole scene. How did you miss that? Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I'm no, no, I'm I, always, mean, I, mean, I, I don't always remember that. I, I've not, <laughs> but I, I know. But I mean, it's, it's. How should we say? How Roddy is, you know, or Nada is looking at at this, and you know, paralleling everything, you know, which basically begins that trip down that uh, rabbit hole, you know, just you know, just the, you know, some of the stuff like that. I and you know, they're just. Just a lot of the foretelling stuff, um, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but I just, I just loved, you know, being able to dive into this and break it down, you know, like I did. Um, and then the most important part that nobody's really mentioned is the sunglasses in this one, and how important they are to the theme of the movie. Uh, well, I, I haven't uh, mentioned it yet because yeah. it's I'm not in that right category yet. Well, I, I think <laughs> I think when they put on when. I really like when Roddy puts on the sunglasses for the first time and they look around mm-hmm. like and you see everything. I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. I also think the skeletons face are super creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, and it's uh, it's probably the only horror element in this movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I I do think it looks good. Um, and I, I think it's I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll get we'll get more into that, though. But like, um the other thing I wrote down for this, and I know, Bill, you will 100% agree with me on this one, but this is one of those movies that I feel we need a remake. I want to see a I, remake made today. I would like to see what, what they we do have. with the technology. Um, like a reimagining? Yeah, I'd say a reimagining. Yeah, not like a, not re-imagining. a remake, but a reimagining. Yeah. Um, like they lived. With John Cena. Uh, no, actually. Nah, you know, Rock. No, you know who I would do it with? Yeah, if you win, it's hold hold with the wrestler, Roman Reigns. No, Chris Jericho. Oh yeah, oh because yeah. Because he would he's good he's good with the one liners. He's got the same attitude as Roddy Piper. And did you guys know that uh, Chris Jericho is actually one of the stars of Terrifier too? No, but did you know that uh, uh, his band Fozzy has the number one song on the rock and roll hard rock tra- tracks on Billboard this week? I do. So I do. I like Foz. That's so a great the, band. So, by the way, so Chris, Chris Jericho. Jericho, if you're listening, that was a you know that's a plug for you that we're you know we're behind you if yeah. you wanted to make a remake or reimagining of They Live. 
Yeah, just give credit to the MVJ Horcast. Um, <laughs> Not that it's happening, but you know. No, I so I I'm I'm pretty close to out of good, but I have a couple quick things. One, I just want to say real quick, my Einstein is for the cops in this movie. I've never seen a police force roll deep as they do. Like everywhere they go, they go in packs of fifty. Oh, yeah. Um, everywhere. Uh, it's very impressive, uh, police force that not only do they have that many people, but everywhere they go, they literally swarmed everything with like 50 officers <laughs> running down the street, attacking a building, everything. I was, uh, very, very impressed with that, but oh, I, yeah. it was more of a brigade brigade more than a police yeah, because they always brigade. had like the shields and the, <clears throat> oh, yeah. I, the riot police. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but I, I just, yeah, I just right, look at it as the, the police force. And did you know too that all those homeless people, um, those were real. Like John Carpenter actually brought in a ton of homeless people on the streets to fill those well, roles. Cheap labor. Uh, yeah, cheap labor. So yeah. I, I let me just say the the one last thing that I have, and then I'll let you guys go. The very final scene of this movie is one of the greatest scenes where you have the 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 topless girl on top of the guy and she looks down and he's turned into, you know, cause now that yeah. the, the, the TV signal has been shot out, uh, all the aliens now look like aliens. And I think it's such the, a cool yeah. way to end the fucking movie. Yeah. It, and that's, that's one of my, one of my big ones is the fact that, you know, how that ends. It's got the girl on top of the guy, the guy that's standing in the bar, the newscasters, you know, it, it's, it's a cool way to end a movie. Um, yeah, I thought I thought that was a very smart way. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say this is I, I the only thing it's this it's not even great, but it's only nod that I can give her in the movie. The only good part about this this Holly character is the aspect of the double cross she pulls off. You know, because she's def- you know, I, yeah. But I mean, that that's the only thing. I mean, because she's definitely on the side of the aliens. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, I got nothing else good to say about her in that part of the movie. But I'm willing, I'm ready to move to the bad if you guys are are willing to. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to start with the bad because there's oh, oh, just can one. I, can I? Oh, can go I, ahead. Go can ahead. Can I please go, go first? You, you can go. Like, you can go. Like, Absolutely. Because this is this is my movie, and I'm going by as it's listed on IMDb as an action horror sci-fi movie. Take the fucking horror out of this. This is primarily a sci-fi and action movie. I, you know, it, it is what it is. And it is not the, a horror it movie. It is not yeah. a horror movie. But I mean, on the, on the flip side, it, I mean, it, you know, it's not a horror movie. Yeah. I no, know. It, I, it's, I, I'm, it's it, got those couple elements, but that's about yeah, it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, but I was able to slip it in on the wheel because it does say whore on the tag. So, I, but I, but I do, I do believe, John Carpenter. I do believe yeah. Yeah, that it belongs on this podcast as I do a lot of the movies that we say aren't horror. Yeah. Like they're horror elements to it. They belong on the yeah. podcast. Um, so I want to touch back on the sunglasses real quick, just real quick. So, I have it actually in my bad. Um, I love what Mike said. Like the first time Roddy puts these uh, bad boys on, kind of looks around and he's got like that puzzled look like, what the fuck, you know? And But then it just got to the point where they overdid it, I think. Like every scene was, put these glasses on, put these glasses on. You know, and like that's basically how that whole five minute, 24 second fight scene comes out too. Because, you know, Roddy Piper just wants, you know, Frank to put these fucking glasses on. And it just, it just got to the point where it was like, you know, I, I think I thought it was better when they finally created the contacts, 
Yeah. And they were able to wear the contacts instead and whatever, because then you'd have to hear about the fucking glasses anymore. But I, I just, I felt that was overdone. I, I, will, I, mean, I, will, I will, go ahead. I don't really feel that it was overdone. Here, here's here, it was. Here's the problem I have with the glasses. Um, one, these big effing black glasses that people are wearing. You're telling me the aliens aren't smart enough to see the people in the glasses? No, like I mean, it's well, very they were though. It's I mean, very but, easy to look for the people. Remember, in they the kept looking at their watches. But the okay. thing is, is I mean, sunglasses there, he are sunglasses. Me. So I mean, yeah, I mean, it they, you know. But they were the aliens were picking up on it because yeah. they, they they. But it, it took them a while because like it would they would have to like figure out oh crap. And I have to say, uh, not as character. He hides the sunglasses in the trash. That's the dumbest one of the dumbest places yeah. to hide I'm not, I'm in a not city trash. <laughs> yeah, like that um, gets picked up every well, my, my, day. Why would you do that? I I, I think yeah. my other argument Truth. is this is is. That box is jam packed full of you know fifty pairs of glasses. When he digs them out of the garbage truck, there's only there's one like pair left. Like yeah. Yeah. What, what yeah. the hell happened to the rest of them? Well, they they threw them in the garbage, so like it's they're all throughout. That's the way, that's how I assumed yeah. it. Um, yeah. But literally, he could have jammed a couple extra pairs. Yeah, in but his at the pockets. same time, the the trash truck went up. Like and it dumped everything out. Yeah, so the, even if all the glasses yeah. are in there, they should have all been on the ground, and he only had two. Um, I, I will say wow. this: the 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 Holly Nada dynamic. There was no chemistry, you know. I, I, I hated it. I, I, I hated like Holly's it character exactly. Holly, what you yeah. said where you're trying to give her something good. Mm-hmm. I hated Holly's character. I, dude, and to be dude, honest with you, her character's clear as mud. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, I mean, which, and, which leads me to my, my Darwin moment. Um, is you know. Nada gets her to take him back to her place. And, you know, he, he's looking out the window, kind of nodding off. And she hits him over the the head with the bottle. And he goes crashing through a pane glass window and rolling down the hill. Um, two things. One, hitting him over the head with a, a full bottle or whatever would have cracked his skull. Two, uh, I don't think he could have generated that much speed to go through a plate glass window. And then three... Him rolling down the hill like that, uh, dude should have been dead. So I'm gonna cut in real quick, Bill. That is my exact Darwin. I just showed Mike. I had that written down. I agree 110. percent Like first of all, that was like it was like a bourbon bottle that she hit him over the head with. You hit over the back of his head. His head would have popped like a fucking melon. Yeah, he would at least need his stitches. So that never came out. But maybe, you know, whatever technology he used to fix himself after the big fight scene, he probably used yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know what going that, out, the script. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but going out a window like that, and like he's up in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, so yeah. he goes flying out this window, and he's just rolling down. I mean, 99.9% of the time, if this happened to anybody in real life, you're dead. So, yeah, I had that written down, too. So that actually, that scene goes right into my Darwin, which is he's all over the news. Everybody's looking for him. And nobody recognizes him. And he's walking down highways, streets with those big freaking glasses on, like all over the place. And nobody notices him. Like this makes no sense. Um, Like 
especially like we talked about earlier, the cops roll and packs a 70. Like <laughs> there's no way that nobody knows him. And if everybody's an alien, somebody would have walked by and been like, oh, he's walking down the side of the road. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact that he's just walking down main streets mm-hmm. and nobody, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's uh, at all, yeah. at all. No, I, I agree with that. Like I, I remember that one scene where he's walking down the main street and he stops right in front of the TV in his picture. Is right yeah, yeah. there, and then he just starts looking around, and everyone's w- looking at him, but they just keep on walking. I'm like, yeah, it, it, that made no sense to me. I yeah. don't know. It just uh, made no sense. But, I mean, it just – it is what it is. I mean, I, at this point, I mean, we we all have touched on the, the same bad, so we all are in the same vein on these ones, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I would also say from continuity pieces, like – these guys are trying to fight the aliens. So the, the people in the church know that it's happening, but they leave the church wide fucking open. All the doors are open. They're talking like they're broadcasting from in there. Like there's no like stealthness in what they're doing. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah. And none of them are wearing glasses ever. Like any of those people over there, like uh, if they're the, if they're the people like that, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, I mean, a lot of this movie doesn't honestly make any fucking sense to me. Yeah, eh. I'm yeah. not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it doesn't. Oh yeah, make... yeah no, I, I, I agree but this you is a 1988 like piece together movie. Story is a story. Like they go to the, the think of the party at the end. They walk in once again. He's all over the news. They walk into the back of this party and they say, "We've killed the two guys." These two guys walk in, and everybody's just like, "Oh, well, no, hey, the, no, no, let's no. just they, walk them they, around." It's not that they killed the two guys; it's that they killed the rebellion or whatever mm-hmm. the right uprising. Well, they said they said the rebellions ended, but it's after they thought I, I that know, they killed I them and they no, went I, down the the sewer. Yeah. But they just walk in; they're not dressed. Nobody pays attention. Nobody even looks at them. And one guy's like, "Let me just show you everything here." Well, it makes it, no fucking sense. But don't forget that one guy that was there; he was also at the the very beginning of the movie while they were by the by the church, and he was one of the 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 homeless people, so. which it took me a minute to catch on to that. Yeah, um, and, and and the other last thing I have on bad that that I want to hit up uh, the one character in this movie that like another character that really made no sense to me that they like, maybe they they explained it somewhere that maybe I've missed it thirty times that I've seen this movie, but uh, George Buck Flowers character uh, the drifter um, he was the you know, he was one of the homeless guys. I was always watching the TV and was always yeah. like, man, what's that? You know, and he's his his character is in a lot of movies, usually as a bum or yeah. something or whatever. Um, and like all of a sudden, like he goes from that. Then at the end, he's like wearing the suit and the tie. Yeah. And he's walking them around like, hey, guys, check this out. Like like he's part of this whole thing, too. And it's just like yeah. they they never really. I, I put think that, to that yeah. It just I wonder no how, I, on this movie. I actually wonder how much of this movie, you know, with details and stuff like that, ended up on the cutting room floor. You know, right? Because I mean, a, a lot of them. I mean, you know, the the you know the the movie studios will say, okay, you have to keep this movie at a buck thirty five, and here you go. And this is one of those movies. I think there's probably a lot more. That is on the the cutting room floor that gives details of stuff. You know, well, it just it just one of those movies. This movie was actually based. Uh, this movie was based on a book. So there's an actual book. It was like something like eight. It was called Eight O'clock in the Morning. Um, 
And that's what this movie is. Uh, and the reason, and, and Nada, uh, who's played by Roddy Piper, I guess the guy's name in the book is George Nada or something like that. So that's why, that's how he got the, like, that's why they just call him Nada in this. But, um, but yeah, it's called Eight O'Clock in the Morning. Um, but that book is where They Live came from. But 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 here here's my problem with it. And Bill, I maybe I agree. To, it's you are right. It's about hour and thirty four minutes. But I feel like there could have been ten fifteen minutes more of this movie. But like oh, yeah, here's I what I here here's what I wanted to say first when I wanted to cut in. It's uh, when we watch vampires from George Car- uh, John Carpenter. George Carpenter. Uh, when we watch vampires, he did the same shit in that movie that he did in this one. Mm-hmm. He starts the movie with a seven minute scene playing the exact same music over like that same baseline that drives me crazy. And it doesn't really do anything to advance the narrative or the plot. He could have taken out that whole seven minutes while they're just playing the bow, bow, bow. Actually, I like, showing... I, I like the soundtrack in this one. I thought it was I very, did too. Yeah, so I did, he did the same thing in vampire. Listen, I don't, I don't hate it, but seven minutes straight of anything of the exact same thing over and over baseline over and over. Like, unless I'm at like a, a techno club, which by the way, I wouldn't be <laughs> um, like, like he, he did the same thing. Like you could, he could have cut that down to two minutes. There's an extra five minutes to explain some shit in this movie. If it ended up, if it ended up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I get that. I get that. And, and especially for vampires. Cause the the music in vampires i was not a fan like john carpenter's music and his movies obviously yeah. halloween we know the history no he's he's good but you like when you take once again it's it's not the music it is the same baseline which is literally like 4 seconds long and you loop it for 7 minutes that's so let me ask problem. you a question if you're watching a halloween movie and he kept looping the halloween music for the first 7 minutes are you upset see that's the thing i mean it's a staple it, it, and, it's his, it's and his I like the Halloween. It's, it's his persona. Like <laughs> it's his preference of music. That's all. Yes. Listen, I'm. I and once again, to, to your point, Jason, that's what he does with Halloween. But for some reason, I love that one. So, um, I, <laughs> so I, I mean, I but that's well, just goes to show that. But even even if you look at some of his other movies, uh, you know, Ghost of Mars, uh, I saw it on Precinct Thirteen, like all of John Carpenter, uh, the thing, the thing starts off with the dog running through yeah. the snow for like the first like five minutes of the movie with that music. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So that, that, that is John Carpenter. So yeah, that that's is, his, uh, that's his staple. That's his staple. So, I mean, you can only, you know, you can only get through it so much. So exactly. So, but all right, yeah. what else, what else we got? Because uh, as Bill likes to say, my tapeth, it, my mine tapeth has is, runneth too. My, mine is spitting foam at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I think it's time to rate this bitch. You don't know what death is. Here at the MVJ we like to use a one to ten, one to ten. <laughs> One to ten rating system, guys. Um, uh, one to ten, with uh, one being the worst movie ever, and ten being a cinematic masterpiece. We like to rate on kills, effects slash gore, scare factor, um, story, and then uh, we give it an overall score. Where Bill will then tell us where we uh, fall amongst our peers. So, 
Uh, Bill, this is your movie, so I will let you go first. What do you have uh, for kills? Uh, I, I'm giving it a 1.5 because they're all gunshot kills. They're not that quality. Um, in the, I said the best one is probably in the bank when he shoots the bank teller with a shotgun and splatters the wall behind him. Yeah. Jay? Yeah, I'm, I'm the mimicking Bill. 1.5. I'm not mimicking, but it's still a 1. Uh, <laughs> everything else is the exact same. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, nothing else needs to be said here. Uh, so for effects, um, slash gore, what do you got, Jay? Uh, I actually gave this a five. Uh, not for the gore. There's obviously no gore, but I thought the effects were great in this. Um, you know, for 1988, uh, you know, like I talked about earlier, I think the futuristic, um evolution of what this movie's trying to do with like the media and government and things like that. Well, government's always been boo-boo, but like the media and things like that. I thought uh I thought that was really well played. Yeah, I'm I'm a five and a half here. I thought when you put the glasses on, like I said, the the aliens look good. It looks a little different. The fight scene looked good, you know what I mean, and the bruising for the one scene that they had it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Um there's enough in there, but I mean, there is no gore. Um, and, uh, I mean, there, there's not even a, a lot to have effects on. So it's just a five and a half. What do you got though? Uh, I'm right in there with you guys. I'm at a five and a half and there's zero gore. This is all effects the way they did it. Uh, I like the way they did. So, so that comes to me for a scare slash creep <clears throat> factor. I'm a two. And the only reason I'm above a one is because when they put on the glasses, I thought the skulls look a little creepy. That's all I have. Um, Bill, what do you have? Uh, we're going lock and step here, man. It's a two for the exact same reason. I'll give it the trifecta. Who's all around. Um, all right. So, uh, and in wrestling, since it's a Roddy Piper two, that's what they do when, you know, yeah. they count. Um, uh, I sounded probably like Count Chocula there. Uh, so, uh, ah, ah, st- ah, ah, ah. story, Bill. Where um, do you rank the story? I like the the basis of the story. I like. I give this this. I'm I'm up high. This is a six for me on the story because I do like the way this rolls. I'm higher. I'm a seven. Uh, I love the story. Um, I think the concept, I mean, this is the B movie of all B movies, in my opinion, yeah. one of their, and, but, you know, the, you know, I, I just think like the, 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 um, buy, consume and reproduce, you know, yeah. all that stuff. I just, I think it's great. I, I do. You, you mentioned that. One of the things I forgot to mention with the, the facts is, you know, we're talking about the, the, the subliminal stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When he's at the book stand and the, 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 the cashier is holding the cash. And it says, this is your God. You yeah. Know, God, you know, that, that was pretty cool. So, and, 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 and I don't know <laughs> if you noticed too, but there's a goof on that scene. He actually gave the guy a change twice. Ah, no, I did not notice that one. <laughs> so anyway. I mean, me- for me, for story, I, uh, I, this, this story is as clear as mud for most of the movie. Um, I, it's a four for me. I think I'm actually being generous. There are so many plot holes and things that do not make sense. I like what you guys are talking about. Like the money is God thing. That's awesome. Yeah. And like the the subliminal messages when they show them, I think all that's awesome. Um, I just the actual story of it. 
they don't explain shit until like certain things. It's it's just weird. Um, uh, but that's that's just me. Which takes us to you, Jay. I guess uh, for overall score. So for overall, uh, I'm sticking with my seven on this. Uh, you know, and this is not like like some of like my other ones where I average it out. I like this movie. I've probably like John Carpenter is like my hero when it comes to directors, um, obviously um, for obvious reasons, but uh, like, this is one of those movies. It's not a horror movie, but it's fun. Um, It's enjoyable. Um, I love the context. Um, I love everything with it. It's, it's, it's a great movie uh, in my opinion. Um, I've seen it. I've, a lot of times I'm probably going to watch it a lot more times. Um, but that's where I stand. Uh, overall for me, it's a five and a half. Um, I was a lot lower on this, uh, watching it 20 years later. And I, I like this movie. Um, but breaking it down, like we did, um, I just got to rate it a little bit, uh, a, a little bit lower. What do you got, Bill? Uh, I'm I'm actually hitting it a little bit farther than uh, Jay. I give this an, a seven and a half out of ten. Like I said, this movie is in probably yeah. You know, if it's not top fifty, at least top one hundred movies of my you know of mine all time. Um, now, if you were to critically break it down as a horror movie, I give it a two out of ten. You know, because it I mean it's got horror elements, but you know we're going overall. This is you know what we like and stuff like that. Uh, for me, it's a seven out of ten. So. So we have some sevens. Uh, we have my five and a half. Where does that put us, Bill? All right. Well, hey, according to IMDb, Mikey, sorry to say you're out. You're out. You're out of the running here, bro. Uh, IMDb gives this one a seven point two out of ten. So Mikey or uh, Jay and I uh, were right in that wheelhouse. Uh, as for Rotten Tomatoes, the Tomato Meter, which is our direct peers, uh, me and Jay are actually even a little bit low because they give it an 85%, which is an 8.5 out of 10, and that's out of 66 different reviews. Uh, as for the Audience Meter, we're both still low in there, too, because it's a 79%, and that's a 7.9 out of 10, and that's out of 25,000-plus reviews. Uh, so we're me and Jay are pretty much in the wheelhouse, me so more than Jay. But, um, Mike, you're just being left. You're like behind. in your little planet, man. You know I, but here's the deal. First off, it's subjective. Um, yeah. Second, <laughs> I, I, your opinion I like, means shit, Mike. I, I like this movie. <laughs> like, here, I'll go for this is two thumbs up. I would recommend this to everybody uh, to watch this. Yeah. I, I just, when I look through this, right? Like, and, and I, I dive in a little bit deeper. It just falls short in a bunch. I, of I guess, Bill, uh, in this particular case, you and I were wearing the glasses. Yeah, we saw. <laughs> I we think, saw I think, was I, there. I think I'm wearing the glasses. Actually, <laughs> well, you know, you're wearing the rose colored glasses, Mike. Yeah, I guess. I, guess. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I'm assuming you guys are both thumbs up on. Oh yeah, this, this absolutely. Is, this is definitely a two, uh, two thumbs up for me too. Um, I mean, it. You know, this movie is you know if for basically if you're a John Carpenter film, you're gonna love this movie because it's mm-hmm. it, it's what he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Yes, outside of Halloween, if you like all the other John Carpenter movies, like this, <laughs> this would this be movie's, this movie's for you. This movie's a hundred percent for you, and I, I honestly I think it's just a good like. The one-liners make this movie more than anything. Like I, I think, uh, uh, and the fight scene, and the fights. It's got it's got really good comedy to it. So. Yes, yeah. It's it's 
you know, it's your typical movie that has a wrestler in it that has its comedy elements to it. You gotta, I mean, you gotta give them something there because they can't act for shit. But uh, no, good movie, absolutely. So I guess uh, what's that do for us now, Mike? I, I think. I think we go to the rename portion of events. So now that we've watched the movie, if we could rename it anything, what would we rename it? And uh, this is Bill's movie, so he gets to be the judge, jury, and executioner on this and go first. So, Bill, what are your renames? Um, yeah, I, I've got three of them. Um, none of them are really great. Now, the the first one is a very good pun on words, but uh, I'm gonna actually I'm going to save that for last because that's my best one. Uh, the first one is The Misadventures of Not on Frank. Uh, the second one would be uh, Subliminal Motivators. And the last one, not a horror movie. Ooh. Dang. Yeah. I, li- I like that one, I like Bill. that one too, Bill. So, other than that, that's I like all that I got. One. Well, Bill, you, you're you're the man that chooses. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, that, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I it's been back-to-back back weeks. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I spent, I spent so long not being there because, um, I mean, you figure Jay caught us. Mike, you you took the the ultimate lead again, you know, and uh, it's been a while. Um, so, uh, Jake, you're next. Okay, <clears throat> so I have four. Uh, I have one that I stole from another one I did. Uh, I think it's actually like within the last month, but I wear my sunglasses at night. I had to throw that one back in there. Um, I had uh, fuck capitalism. Um, I had kick arse, and my favorite one is hubba bubba. The movie. I guess it's my turn. <laughs> Hubba Bubba's not bad. Um, it's bubblegum. It makes me think of Chubba Hubbard. It's um, bubblegum. So mine aren't that great either, but uh, here we go. So uh, one of the lines in the movie, I'm just stealing it. They ain't from Cleveland. Uh, I like that. Um, I think that would be a good movie name. Uh, First World Problems. And then my last one is uh, Blue Blockers. So those are my <laughs> those are my three movies. Or three, uh, I like that one too. I tell you, mine's probably out. Although I like my Hubba Bubba, but all right, it, there, there's a three way tie. Oh, I, I because we all none of them popped for me. So the the tie goes. And, you know, and they're just—I'm just going to go in reverse order. Who put them out there? Uh, Blue Blockers is tied with Hubba Bubba the movie, which is tied with not a horror movie. Hey, I, I like that. I would tell you, Bill, not a horror movie. I think is the best one. I do too. Um, I appreciate you going through it, but that—that is—that is the best one in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I—I I like it, but I mean, the, the, the I like none, Blue Blockers too, though. Blue none blockers. of them, none of them stood out there. So anyway. That's uh, cool. A lot of people listening to this don't even remember Blue Blockers. <laughs> God, it's we that old. Damn. I mean, it was yeah, the commercial that was on Ooh. every night. Whatever happened to Blue I'm going to have to Google whatever happened to Blue Blockers. I almost bought a pair. They turned red. Um, yeah. <laughs> the they they showed glasses. too they showed too much when you put them on. It showed all the subliminal shit, so, you know, the government knocked them out pretty fast. Yes, it did. Um, all right. So, uh, now uh, they live is uh, they did live and it's in the past and uh, we are going to take a look uh, at the future and take a ride on the devil's wheel. The 
the devil's wheel. So for our devil's wheel uh, portion here, uh, what we do is we each take three movies. We put it on a wheel. We spin it, whatever it lands on. That is the movie we review um, uh, next week, and that's the ultimate winner of the show. Uh, but before we can spin the wheel, we need to know what's on the wheel. So, Bill, I'm going to kick it over to you because you're the only one that was obligated to actually make a change. Uh, so what are your yep. three movies this week? All right. Well, I've got two ride or dies, one being a fan request, which is uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Mark, hopefully we get a winner this week to get this one off the wheel because I think this is the longest tenured movie on there. Even though it took a yep. couple week, couple breaks here and there, it's I think it's the longest tenured. Uh, then we have uh, Maximum Overdrive, and the movie replacing uh, They Live is called Mid-Century. Uh, it's from 2022. It's a brand new movie. I have not seen it. None of the guys have seen it. So hopefully this one pops on the wheel this week. Jay, what do you got? Uh, I'm going with my three rider dies here. So uh, we got two movies from 1984, The Stuff and Stephen King's Silver Bullet. And then uh, jump one year to 1985 with uh, Reanimator. Awesome. And then for me... Uh, Listen, we're starting to get into spooky season, so I put Hell House LLC on there because we're starting to get into that Halloween. I'm going to start throwing some Halloween movies in there. I'm keeping The Babysitter on there from 2017 and uh, uh, As Above, So Below, which is 2014, uh, I want to say. Uh, yeah. So those are my three for the week. All that's left to do? Spin that, Spin that wheel. wheel. Oh, <laughs> it's spinning i assure you it is just uh very quietly spinning. yeah the i turned the volume off yeah well what do you know I, I did misspell it on the wheel but it is uh a listener request boom, boom. Bang, and bang. i build trifector which is uh tales from the crypt demon knight uh which i have not seen in for it's ever. been i don't know how long since i've seen that one and I did misspell it. I put takes form crypt. I don't even know what the hell I was. I apparently had a stroke midway through uh, writing. So I guess we could say, hey, Mark. Hey, man. Nice shot. Yep. Yep. Nice shot, man. Uh, Mark. Um, so that is uh, t- for everybody out there. Uh, what year was it? You said 97? Uh, yes, it's 97. I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, everybody, seven days are on the clock. We will reconvene same bat time, same bat channel, and talk a little uh, Tales from the Crypt uh, Demon Knight. But uh, that also means that Bill, well, yeah, I that doesn't mean nothing yet. Yeah, oh, that, it's, it's 1995. 95. 95. Yeah, yeah this, this means nothing yet. I completely forgot that we have a space because we're going to spin now basically the the loser's wheel here to see who's going to take uh, on the headshot movie. But we do have a lovely square, which was all Bill's idea um, to uh, uh, there's a chance that all three of us might have to watch this masterpiece that Bill's going to choose. So let's spin that. Damn, that means I'm in the last place. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, boy. No, No devil's advocate today, I hope. Ah, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Good news, Bill. Not devil's advocate. Better news for me. Jason's the ultimate loser. So, Bill, please tell Jason what he's won. <laughs> um, you sounded like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Uh, there's this movie from 2018. Um, it's called Snakes Out of Compton. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes. 
<laughs> guess uh, they better get these motherfucking snakes out of these motherfucking hoods. Um. Oh God, I watched the trailer <laughs> of it, dude. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> snakes out of Compton, uh, coming soon. To your TV watch Compton. I'm amazed Compton. that uh, I'm amazed that Snakes we haven't heard Compton. more of that. Compton. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that we haven't. Uh, you know, this didn't win an Oscar or something. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't tell me Antonio Sabata Jr. stars in this one. Too. <laughs> I don't know, but it, <laughs> it seems like it might be lower class than even what he's usually uh, in for. Man, what is up with all these fucking movies that I've been watching lately? Well, you, uh, you weren't the ultimate loser last week. You're the ultimate loser this. Yeah, week, but so you, you obviously had a, had a winner. I had Toilet of the Fucking Dead the week before that. <laughs> this is true. Let me finish well, drinking my drink before you say shit like that. Well, I'm going to spit that all out over the computer. Anybody that uh, is a glutton for punishment and uh, wants to watch what Jason... Uh, Jason doesn't even <laughs> want to watch what Jason's got to watch. What is it yeah. called? Snakes, snakes, snakes out of Compton. Compton. Snakes out of Compton. Dude, uh, the funny part is, as soon as I saw the title, I was like, oh, that's it, that's it, that's it. Oh my god! And, and Bill, more importantly, back to back to back. This is a, a three peat. Um, yeah, so I, I, I put my I that. put myself in a tie for the lead again at thirty one, thirty one to Jay's twenty nine. Yeah, I put Breezy back in the corner. You're, you're hey, you know what? I you know you guys put me all puts Breezy in the corner, and mm-hmm. you guys put me all the way into the back for a while there. And I don't, you know, whatever. It only takes a three-peat, yeah. and, you're, and you're right there. And maybe next week will be me. We'll see. So that takes us to kind of the end of the show here. So kind of final thoughts. Jay, I'll let you kind of lead off. Oh, my goodness. All right. So another loss. I'm upon a loss for me because I didn't win in the again this week, and I'm the ultimate loser. And I got to watch Snakes out of Compton fuck my life. Um but anyway, uh, was really happy that we got to go through uh, They Live. Uh, so I, I didn't win this that, you know, but for me, that was a win just because I, that's a good movie. And I was glad when Bill at least put that on, because if not, I was going to I knew you've been piecing it back and forth. Yeah, so it's, I, like, it, if you I, didn't, I, I was going to put it on eventually. Yeah, yeah, I bounced that one back and forth a couple of times. I was like, yeah, yeah, so I, was like, I don't know, because I've been wanting to watch it again because it, it popped up on Shutter for a while. But I'm like, I can't watch it because I know Bill keeps putting it on the wheel. Yeah. But I was glad that we finally got to talk about that one. So, um, but yeah, so I guess uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight, Mark. Yeah, that's that's another one that I haven't seen in a long time. So I'm excited to to watch it. But I, I was excited to watch They Live. It's uh, one that I've wanted to throw on for a little while now. And uh, I've been holding off because of this. So uh, I, I was excited to view it again. And uh, hopefully it won't be another 20 years before I uh, view it again. <laughs> Um, and I want to say Demon Knight, it's got to be the same thing. I, I want to say it's been 20 years since I've yeah. uh, watched this one, too. So It, it might have been uh, a double feature at the drive-in the last time you saw them together. It, it <laughs> might have been with Bordello of Blood last time I saw it, uh, yeah. which was the other Tales from the Crypt movie. Um, so who knows? But I'm I'm excited for it, uh, and uh, I'm excited that I'm not the ultimate Lehu. Zahir. So um, uh, Snakes and Compton, I will not be... Uh, uh, watching it's yeah i'll give you a detailed synopsis next week yeah that makes that makes two of us that won't be watching that one so um not but, three of us <laughs> i wish uh, jay's wishing he could say it's not three of us um but hey at least uh we got to 
review a classic this week because I mean that movie truly is a classic, and I'm glad it, it hit the wheel finally. Um, Demon Knight, eh, we'll see if it's a classic or not. So, uh, you got something there, Mike? You're, you're, you're no, looking. I was showing. Jason was showing me the movies that he's watched for the year. He's at like 162. And then I showed, uh, it's like, I'll show you yours if you show me mine type deal. I busted out 237. So, like, uh, you know, once- Mike, I mean, Jay, for the rest of the year, that's, that's, uh, that's practically two to three movies a day <laughs> I know. to catch him. I mean, just to catch him, you know, considering he's probably going to be watching a movie a day at least, you know. You got to well, make, make up some ground. You're, you're this the one. Is, this is where it slows down for me because basketball season starting, football season starting, it makes it tougher to watch movies as much. So I, I think I overload the front end of the year. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I, I, I mean, if you go movies in general, I mean, this this, this year has been a slow year for me in movies across the board. Doesn't matter if it's horror movies or sci fi or whatever. Yeah, my my two thirty seven are. Only horror movies. Yeah, that is oh, I, yeah, um, yeah, and I know. I mean, and, and you know me. I, I'm the one that th- I'm, I'm the one that throws out. You know, hey, I watch this many movies. I mean, you guys know I watch a lot of movies this year. I'm lucky if I've even topped 150 total. Total. That's that's including what we got here and everything else. Yeah, to- um, total. I I would venture to say I'm closing in on maybe 400. Which, to be honest with you, is Easily be over two hundred. It's probably sad for me to say. Yeah, yeah I, like I said, this year's been. I mean, I've been, you know, after breaking the hand and trying to rebound on stuff, you know, just getting back in the swing of things, trying to work two jobs and all that, you know, put a crimp in my movie watching. So, anyway, he works hard for his money. And I'm working hard for it, and you know, come uh, Friday morning when I board that plane for vacation for ten days, fuck work. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. Take us home, Bill. Take us home. All righty. Everybody out there, you know where you could reach us. The Facebook at MVJ Whore. The Instagram at MVJ Whorecast. Or the Twitter. Twitter. At MVJ Whore. Better yet, hit us up on all three. We want the followers, please. Uh, And just as importantly, you can hit us up on our email, which is MVJWhoreCast at Yahoo.com, where you can send us more suggestions for the Devil's Wheel, uh, suggestions for the headshot. Or whatever. We want to hear from you. Uh, Mikey, got anything else? No, sir. Jay, how about you? I think the headshot should be renamed the the Jason shot. But other than that, no. Okay, we gone. (laughs) Let's toe tag it and bang it.